You're listening to The C-Dub Show. Visit us on the Say Something Nice podcast network at ssnpodcast.com. Follow us at The C-Dub Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Acast. And now, on to our show. Baby, when you look at me, are you looking with honesty in your heart? Is there really room for me to grow and be a part of your life? Well, hello, everyone, everyone. It is another episode of the Speed Up Show. We are recording this live on Sunday, November the 10th. Um, in the year, you know, I do I always have to say the year because, you know, these days I'll record some in 2018 and be like, let's go ahead and put it up now in 2019. So this is 2019. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2019, people. We are so happy to have you here with another episode. We are slowly headed down at the, what, the razor blade into the Hall River known as the holiday season. I already didn't see... <laughs> Some Christmas tree lights. I picked up a man in my lift the other day at like five o'clock in the morning. I was like, "Where are you going, sir?" He was to- he was going down to the Ace Hardware. He said his his job today at the hardware store was to put up all the Christmas lights because they already selling Christmas decorations. We ain't they we not even letting folks get to, to Thanksgiving, and I think it's really really sad. But we are gonna have our annual um, Thanksgiving with Black Families episode in a couple of weeks, and I am excited about that. But for today, I do first have on the line Courtney with no Caleb. Hi, Courtney. How are you? Say hello to the people. Hey, hey people. Yeah, Caleb uh, knocked out early. He didn't take a nap today, so oh. he's asleep. That never happens. What about Cruz? Is Cruz asleep? Nah, Cruz, uh, Cruz is over here just uh, moving around. Now we can see his kicks on the outside, so he's definitely... Wait, what? Still. Yeah, you when he kicks, you can see it on the outside now. That sounds like some sci-fi shit. No, it's pretty normal. Is it? Once they start getting, yeah, once they start getting big enough, you can see all the movement and stuff. You'll see a little bump from time to time. You can tell so I he, had no babies. So he's he's up. He's for show up. Oh. And Willis is still on sabbatical. Sabbatical. <laughs> wow. All sabbatical. Right. We, we, she tried to resign. We, we formally rejected she, her resignation notice. She, she's on leave while she's in grad school. She, she's, she's on leave. Allowed to quit. She ain't quitting me. Caleb, the producer, says she can't quit. So, Caleb, so yeah. we do have our good friend, the Kit Porter of the C-Dub show, Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes podcast here. Woo! Stephanie. Hey! Send me your like 28 year old um sons and your 42 year old daddies. Wait, what? Wait, what? That was a full advertisement. It was. I mean, it wasn't full. It didn't tell her likes and dislikes. So I guess, hey. 
We, this is the tender edition of the C-Dub show. That's fine. <laughs> I, I am also very single. I live in the city of El Cerrito, California. I am 40 uh-oh, years uh-oh. old. Oh, wait. Wait. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so that means send your 29-year-old daughters and your 44-year-old mamas. No, not 44. No, 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 no. no, no wait, no, no. what? That's too young? That's too young. That's too young. No, no, no. That's too young. Ooh, Caroline, we need 40. Caroline, 49? No, 49, she, 51? She, 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 deep, she deep into the cougar life. So, so 54. Yeah. yeah 54 oh, okay. Is about All right. right. Okay. Yeah. All right. right. I mean, I, there are some people who are in that 45 year old range that I will accept. Shut up. We are recording. I, don't I you say nothing. nothing. I ain't said nothing, but I bet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We also have our good friend Alasha. Alasha, are you, I'm sorry, Alasha. I, I want to always say her name wrong. I'm sorry. Alasha, are you there? I think Alasha is like in and out between working. So she will pop in and say something witty and funny and then put us back on mute again. And that is fine. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. So as I said, we are in headed into November. And at this point, I'm not sure what time you're going to hear this episode because we got a lot of episodes in the pipeline that need to come out. You probably will hear this. By the time you hear this, we will probably have had our 50th episode. So if you live in the the San Francisco Bay Area and you would like to come see me and Courtney attempt not to cuss on the show. I still don't think, who said we can't cuss? We can cuss, but we need to be nice. We need to be yet nice. Why? We need to be yet nice. For what? Because. Nice for what? Exactly. Excuse me. My excuse me. My um Canadian emo king said <laughs> nice for what? Listen, listen. I'm usually when we record, like right now, I'm sitting here in some Daisy Dukes boxer shorts eating some Ooh, tortilla chip. But for this man. show, you for see, that, oh, that, Lord. she had to Ooh. get that vision. She had to get that vision. Shut up. She had to. But for this <laughs> show, it, that 54 year olds need to know that. <laughs> That's what she wearing right now. <laughs> I hate that. Woo! Woo! I need y'all to know this visual. This is what you're going to get on a Sunday night. on these daisy dudes. (laughs) Bright blue. Blue. Slight. All cotton. 100%. They are not blue. They are Uh, red. Something slight for the RTs, okay? Something slight. They're not blue. They are red. They are red. Oh, not a. Ooh. Ooh. A little tight, but but nice fitting. So if if I am going to put on a nice button down and a jacket, then we ain't we gonna be yet nice because that's what Jesus would want. Jesus uh-huh. would want us to be yet nice. And then okay. I brought up the topic we was gonna donate money every time we cussed. And Courtney I didn't will agree not to do that it. shit. I did not agree to that <laughs> shit. First of all, I'm going on maternity leave in February. I don't have time to be donating dollars and coins to me swearing that's just i feel like if we're gonna have a conversation about racial bias and social media basically limiting my vocabulary when i need to make a point by dropping an, uh, a swear word is is just it was it's besides the point that's no because courtney asked will just get up there and just be like fuck facebook and then that'll be the end and i'm I like say fuck facebook specifically but like more like Mark Zuckerberg be fucking with my black friends. I say something like that. Ooh. I guess that's acceptable. 
it is it is the middle it is the middle of the day folks it's at noon so i mean anybody who actually comes to the show means that they they you know they got enough autonomy to come when they want to they don't they either don't have a job or they make their own hours and they come in when they want because they can or they on their lunch break and we need to hurry up and get them out of there either way they probably actually don't have as many fucks people who come later in the day they probably do they probably tired and all that but people in the middle of the day Middle of the day, people are very nice and calm and serene. They might accept mm. the, they they're gonna accept the cussing. All mm. right, well, let's get into today's show. And I always, you know, we always do our our meme and viral check video check ins for the show. And I love when there is an actual like memeosphere, like a viral meme series going on that we get to choose from. So this week's viral meme series was. The woman screaming at the cat. So you might ask, where did the woman cat meme come from? So the genesis of the woman screaming at the cat actually comes from there's a woman on one side screaming, white girl scream, and there's this cat just looking dumbfounded. The human woman side actually comes from an episode of Real House of Beverly, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, a 2011 episode of the show when cast member Taylor Armstrong found herself in an emotional confrontation with Camille Grammer as fellow housewife Kyle Richards attempts to calm her down. Now, so I actually saw I actually saw that episode because I watched all the Real Housewives of everywhere, even, oh, the, ones of, even the ones in Australia. So I seen that episode when it actually happened. And if I can recall correctly, that was after that was the season after Taylor's husband had killed himself. Yes. So yeah, she it was. was yeah, so she was on edge anyway mm-hmm. because like naturally like your spouse has killed they was having marital issues anyway but at the time her daughter was four years old so she was just really going through it and she camille Grammer was always fucking with people she always had a smart ass mouth is she related yep. to kel is she related to kelsey that's her that's married. his ex-husband yeah oh. yes that was married and then so then Camille had a smart ass mouth because her and Kelsey had some marital issues going on in the background. He was actually fucking around on her. Sleeping with one of somebody from Girlfriends? No, 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 no. Shut up. No. (laughs) No. He was fucking around with this young girl and ended up leaving Camille and he had got her pregnant. It it was a mess. Mm -hmm. So so they was both not in the best of spaces and Camille was just talking a lot of shit and Taylor had just had it. So she was like, bitch. So she didn't call her a bitch, but it was, it was, she was very highly emotionally charged. Well, that would explain good... why the, the white people trying to tell us to stop. And I said, fuck y'all. Y'all use all kind of uh, <laughs> dramatic, dramatic uh, black woman gifs and, and memes and stuff from, from reality shows and, and don't say nothing. So we going to go on and laugh at this white lady. So then the, cat, the cat side comes from the cat. So his name is Smudge the Lord or Smudge Lord on Instagram. But someone posted him, I think, on not on Reddit. They posted him on, I forgot what site. Anyway, they posted a picture of him sitting in front of a plate of vegetables looking <laughs> hella confused. And then so, at some point, somebody just put both of them together. And it just like, that exploded. And this is a, an instance of when, this, I think actually white people kind of started this. And, you know, black folks, we took it and made it funny. Because I'm reading this from Oprah Mag, and which is shows that black people don't write for Oprah Mag. They say the Ooh. first one was oh. somebody put it together, and then they put, "Hey, me accusing my cat of cuddling with other people when I come home drunk after bottomless brunch." Funny, funny, oh. ha ha. 
Then they put another oh. one, boomers versus millennials. Ha, ha, ha. But then it took black folks. You know, when the black folks get in it, it turned into something different. Now it turned into the the woman's side is the white version of something, and the cat side is the black version. So, <laughs> so tonight's question is, what is your favorite version of the woman screaming at the cat meme? Courtney, you go first. So I have uh, two two separate ones. One is when Taylor's yelling kindergarten and the cat is like kindergarten because <laughs> I'm Caleb getting ready to go to kindergarten and it's, it's kindergarten. I don't know. I know how to spell it right. I just say it as Kenny, like your cousin, garden, <laughs> where the food grows. So I don't know. I don't that's that's where it's at and then of course being from oakland taylor's yelling is international boulevard <laughs> and the cat is saying it's e14 that's right if you're if you're actually from here it's e14 there is no international boulevard it's east 14th street so Ooh. that's that's that it's still east 14th in san leandro still, <laughs> well they wanted to clearly represent the diversity that is represented across East 14th Street. So they decided, they thought they was going to change it to international and nobody actually from here calls it that. So No, no it's East 14th. Okay, Stephanie, what was your favorite women screaming at cat mean? So I had several, so many damn ones, but because <laughs> I just kept cracking up. But the one that got me, and it's only because of my mama, once said purse, you know, Taylor was saying purse and the cat was saying pocketbook and I almost <laughs> lost it because my mother as long as I've been alive it's a pocketbook it's a pocketbook so the fact that I love it, it said pocketbook <laughs> like took me straight on out it's like okay you know what whoever been making these has been hella fucking like they pick the most ghetto pronunciation of everything but it'd be it'd be spot on that's what we'd be saying it really do my favorites, and I have so many, I'm going to go through all of them in turn. Um, so Taylor is saying, it's toilet paper. <laughs> and the cat said, <laughs> the cat said, Tisha. <laughs> and it's just a look, oh look that looked at me on his face because he do look hella black. When you Tisha. I was like, man, and the fact that I knew exactly what it was, was like, Tisha. <laughs> Not Tisha, but Tisha. It's like, say, oh. Grandmother has diabetes. Big mama got the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, okay, this was my great grandmother. Uh, Taylor say soap opera. The cat say the stories. <laughs> Oh, cause you gotta get home to watch the story. To stories. watch the story. No, yo, remember your grandma would make you just watch three hours because if we didn't have more than one TV, just three right. hours of just stories. No, you either had to go if you was gonna be in front of the TV, you was gonna be watching whatever grandma was watching. Pretty much. Well, really, and when eleven thirty and three, yeah. it was the stories. Because so. with mine, yeah, you be watching the story, but then when you get home from school, you watching some old good times or something, or you watching <laughs> Matt Locking in the heat of the night. One, oh. So, and then after that, let's see. You got oh, this is the one that everybody love. Taylor talk say it's time to go. Somebody put a fucking Kojic hat on the cat and say 
Take your time, Pastor. I don't have no time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the fucking disrespect. Oh, this, this, mm. this is about to be Courtney. This is about to be Courtney. New moms. He's 24 months. Everybody no. else, he's two. See, I'm black, so I never did that shit. Oh, uh, girl, I know many a black mother who do that. How old's your I child? Know. 19 months. The fuck? I'm not doing any damn math. How but old is that kid? But once you hit the half mark, like, okay, before, you know, the first year, it's like, okay, how old is that? Seven months. But once you hit that eight-month mark, it's like, how old is that? Oh, he's going to be one in March. I'm not doing the months. I'm not, with do, I'm you. not doing the months. I'm not doing I the did, months. I didn't do that either. I never understood that. And that, the way that it's explained to me now is that, well, they hit certain developmental um, milestones at the. And I'm like, okay. They do, but that's but like, the, what, that doesn't I, matter to me when I'm saying, hi, how old is your baby? Like, I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm not doing math. I'm not doing math. But What's wait. 12 minus 19? So a year and can't you? No, I'm not doing math. Like, like, look, you either whatever year and a half or you whatever that upcoming shit whenever your birthday comes. Okay, exactly. four and a half. Once we hit December, he's going to be five in March. I'm not doing the he's four months and three quarters. Man, what the fuck? I don't like. I didn't drop out of college to have to do <laughs> like, I didn't do this. And I didn't do this. Side note, side note, everyone say hello to Alicia. Hi. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey. I'm, I'm sorry. My, my boo had called and it cut, oh, it cut my audio. Y'all in these booze. I'm so sick of y'all in these booze. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. God damn it. <laughs> I like very high femme women. I like women that wear high heels, and I like. What? What? <laughs> I'm what? sorry. What? I'm trying to what? find me a boo too. You know, <laughs> the C Dub Show mailbox is popping out of your pocket with your, with your booty shorts. It is. Come it, on, it, come on. It, it's not popping. <laughs> it's not popping with what I wanted to pop with though. But anyway. Oh lord. And it's because fifty-four year olds don't use. Email like that you gotta give out the Shut up come on p.o box okay the p.o box here go my last my last favorite one because i don't have time for y'all i don't have time uh, in the, oh, wait, give wait. her the p.o box wait. so she can get in your box wait a minute wait a minute speaking of cougars speaking of cougars taylor says it's luther vandross the cat say Lufa. <laughs> if you don't know Luther by just first name, you're not even you, really. I don't know where you're really from. not. You're not. I don't know where you're from, but it's not here. Somebody, uh-huh. somebody took Taylor out the meme and put Otis from the Temptations. They come to see the Temptations, oh. and then the cat. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last one. Oh wait. Yeah, the last one, cause these, you know, they got people keep trying to send me some of these, and they be whack. Like if it's not about black shit, I don't care about it. It's not funny. So this one is, it's follow the yellow brick road. No, it's ease on down the road. See, that's black. Ooh. They don't know. They don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I did my own Bay Area one, the same like the international one. It's North Richmond, and then the cat Narf, cause that's how people from North say North Richmond. Oh, <laughs> it's ghetto. It's pretty ghetto. 
Oh, Alicia, did you have a favorite women screaming at cat meme? Um, give me a second. There, there's been so many in the past week now. What triggered like this onslaught in the past week or so? When black is black folks, because I had seen it before. <laughs> And it was like, okay, nice, nice, that's funny. But when black folks get on, I have seen, I saw one where somebody turned into a video where Taylor is like at Popeye's uh, screaming about them running out of chicken and the cat got the Popeye's hat on, just looking at her. (laughs) It's black folks. We drive every fucking thing. We make everything better. Yeah, it's true. So, it's true. Okay, so folks, as you would have seen when you clicked on this episode of the C-Dub Show, today's episode is entitled, Where Do Broken Hearts and Broken Hymens Go? And yep. you probably want to know what broken hearts and broken hymens have to do with each other and why we're talking about them at the same time. So first, let's go into the first topic of today. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes this week... Oh, there it is. Okay. Sometime this week, Whitney Houston's best friend, Robin Crawford, is going to release a book, a tell-all book about her relationship with Whitney Houston. And she is going to detail, or she has detailed, their intimate relationship, basically confirming what we all already knew, that Whitney was a big old lesbian, and she had a great relationship with this wonderful woman until her homophobic-ass mama broke it up. Damn. Damn. Well, Okay. Bam. Now the only thing that's yes, different is big old, old jealous hearted bat. Right. But uh. like big old lesbian though. Big, like oh. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean right. maybe this is once again oh when Whitney had a boo. I don't and haven't had a boo, so I don't know. I'm just being an asshole. Big old <laughs> lesbian relationship. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, big old lesbian Shut relationship. Up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm trying to I have a follow-up question. What do the small-ass lesbian relationships look like? <laughs> <laughs> just, just to I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. i tell you. A small-ass lesbian relationship is when, because, you know, lesbians, we want to talk to you all the time. We want to see you all the time. And we want to damn near move in with you after the first date. A small we want to wear lesbian. our tight red um, booty shorts. <laughs> a small a small ass lesbian relationship is not even a relationship. Y'all don't really see each other. Y'all don't really talk. Cause I mean, yeah, that's a. Sm- I'm just making it up. Cause you asked me. I don't oh my really God. know. Anyway, so now the only difference between the account that Robin has so far that we've read from the book, cause the book doesn't come out until this week, versus mm. the other two documentaries that has come out. The documentaries basically insinuate that Robin and Whitney were involved all the way up until maybe a little bit before Robin left Whitney's team in the 2000s. In Robin's book, she says that they were only intimate together until they were about 18 or so when Whitney's career started to jump off and that Whitney broke up with her because she was afraid, as she, I mean, obviously reason, that she was about to be a big star and thought that people wouldn't accept her as a big old lesbian. Um, and but then here go the kicker. This and this remind me of the Amber Geiger uh, trial. She said that Whitney gave her a Bible. <laughs> and oh, <God>. <laughs> Whitney gave her a Bible and told her that they couldn't be together. Listen. 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 
So I yeah, would, you now you know who was behind that. That wasn't oh god. No, that but then tell you, this shit happened because when I so when I first became a big old lesbian and I had <laughs> and I had somebody who I was dealing with and we used to always break up on a Wednesday. And I was like, why are we always breaking up on a Wednesday? And then my sister was like, girl, that's Bible study day. <laughs> Wait a minute. So did y'all break up at nine forty-five? You know, Bible study over by nine thirty. I hate you so. We will break up. We will break up like she starts thinking about her decision. Yeah, we will break up like sometime that day, and then by Friday, you know, it was like, well, let's just let's just lay in the bed. You know, we don't have to. We and that never worked out. So anyway, so there's it's been this big conversation about. Why did not? Well, it was a couple of conversations. Number one, the conversation was, do you think that Whitney would have been able to be accepted as a lesbian as a star? Well, it was 1987. The answer is no. So that's the number one conversation. And number two, people, there was a conversation about if you think that Robin should have kept this secret to herself. And no. I, I don't no. think that she should no. have. I think that everybody else got to speak their piece. Bobby didn't spoke his piece. Uh, sissy that spoke her piece. Robin needs to speak her piece. People have been telling her story for her. So but that, that's what I'm her. about to say. Like, how is it that Robin herself can't speak on it, but it's been brought up like two, three other times by people who are just doing biographies on Whitney? It so took then a the whole person, hour in that movie of it of him talking about it. But then it's like, so she can't even speak on her own relationship herself. And like, of of course, unfortunately, Whitney is no longer here with us. So people are like, oh, you speaking on the dead. I, that doesn't apply if you're the other person in the relationship. Like, if I'm alive, right. I can talk right. about my own shit. That's not even a thing. That's not a thing. Right. Nope. I agree. What do you say, Kit Porter? Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> I want to know why in the hell we are treating this like this is like breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> already i i'm sorry y'all actually care it's like i don't and i'm just mad that her breakup involved a bible i'm like you is this a thing is this what we do i'm like i'm sorry i'm kid porter in my in my corner eating my food i'm eating my paella um is this what happens y'all don't just say you know let's you know let's just sneak around like the other host I mean, what happened? Well, let me say this. As a person who, as a person who is from the church house and who... A big old lesbian. A big old lesbian who who is very attractive to church girls who... Oh, Lord. Church is very dangerous. Church is very dangerous for me. I can tell you some stories about me hugging on evangelists and stuff when I... (laughs) This one time when I... (laughs) When I joined a church... And the evangelist was trying to, oh, you know, welcome to the church. And she was just hugging me. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. Thank you for oh. welcoming me. Anyway. It's, yes, Kit Porter. Them church, them, church, them church cougars. Yes. Come on, church cougar. Meow. Um, let me be proud. I was to say something about somebody at church today. Um, oh, no. God. The conflict about, we all know the conflict about church and, you know, same-sex relationship is a thing. But it is definitely a thing when you're dealing with people who are trying to still be in the church, They that breakup shit is real. They will break up with you and then come back and break up and come back. 
We all watch Greenleaf, don't we? Oh God. No. I'm sorry. Is is that a is that a Mr. Perry show? No, it's not. No, it's a, it's our own show. It's own it's show. Has, oh. It has Tyler Perry touches to it, but it's oh, a little bit yep. more mature. It's it's Ooh. it's the church version of Empire. Oh, oh, and I stopped watching that too. So you know that's my problem. Well, well I miss one. I miss one episode of Empire, and it just I was like, was yeah, I'm off this train. I'm like, yep, nope. <laughs> Bye, wig. Bye, wig. That's me and Black Lightning. I've been trying to. I've been like, I stopped watching it. <laughs> When, when that no, daughter found out she had black pack. lightning like that now, <laughs> and I love black lightning, but I can't get back to it because I just stopped one day and I can't watch it no more. That's another show, the big old lesbian. Anyway, Alicia, what did you? What was she your? Lesbi- I thought she was lesbian for pay. Is she like lesbian for real? Oh, you mean no? I don't know what she is in real life. I'm talking about on the show. Oh yeah, oh yeah, on the show. Yes, her and her big booty walking upstairs slowly. I'm like, come on, sis. Kid Porter, uh-huh. what are you doing looking at her big booty? I can look at the booty. <laughs> well, I, mean, <laughs> I, think, I, mean, I mean, I think, but no matter of sexual orientation, all black folks look at a big booty. Pretty much, do we? I yes. just like I, my hand be itching, like just one time. What? Just let I me like booty. <laughs> and her boobs on. She's like, ooh, I just want to motorboat her. I'm like, what? <laughs> See, and this just go to what I always say. Everybody got a little bit of gay in them. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Because we're just talking about they want to motorboat. So what? You tell your mama. How old is your mama? I know she in your age range. I ain't telling you nothing. <laughs> is she 54? <laughs> <laughs> My mama is still married and she in your age range, so I ain't telling you nothing. Neither one of those things are deal breakers. <laughs> anyway. Carolyn out here ruining marriages. I know. Look at her. I don't, she, I don't have time. No, I, I don't ruin marriages no more, though. I'm saved. I, I, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Carolyn, if you are listed in somebody's divorce decree as a... <laughs> what did they call this shit? What is it? Uh, your, the divorce testimony listed uh, the, the Carolyn's the irreconcilable difference. I No. Oh. No. No, because I told you I, I'm delivered. I'm saving myself for the one that is truly for me. That's not married really that? somewhere. Who 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 believe that? Which one of y'all believe? That? I I I, I uh, which one of y'all believe that? I want to believe. I'm I'm a, I, I stand. Th- thank you, stand. I stand. stand. With you. Yes, I am. <laughs> anyway, Alicia, I didn't get your. What was your opinion of the 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 book that's coming out? And will you be pre-ordering it like me? <laughs> I I think I I think I am. Can I, just as an A side, can I say that Robin is fine as hell too? No, I'm is. sorry. She is. Beautiful. Hey. She is. Like if you if you especially if you look at she looks good now, but like if you look at those pictures of her back in the day, I'm like okay, I, I 
see what's happening yeah. here. All right. With that, with that Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Miller uh, mushroom in the 80s? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see what it is. I ain't mad at you, Whitney. <laughs> Whitney, that's why I'm like, you gonna leave Robin for Bobby Brown? <laughs> exactly. Come on. Oh, wait, no. according to the according to women, see, I wasn't really born back then. Oh, but I, look, listen, because Carolyn get on my age. I'm not that young, but I'm old enough. But see, the Bobby I remember, he was fully into the crack, so he wasn't himself <laughs> anymore. But apparently, Bobby Brown before like the real heavy drug use when it was just like cocaine he was apparently like the nigga to be so well i mean was, yeah he, he was he just he wasn't never my cup of tea but all look all the women who i date all would like love bobby brown so i think it was an attitude thing well yeah it was, yeah. A, it was an attitude he had the bad boy i don't give a fuck i'm you know being your face you know he, he never he had on a shirt he was he yeah was, he was casey from jodeci before casey with jodeci because didn't either one of them have a chest <laughs> um, he had that Gumby haircut, and all the little boys in junior high wanted that Gumby or had the Gumby haircut. He had that, mm-hmm. you know. It, it definitely, and he, you know, the thing about New Edition is really aside from Johnny Gill, couldn't none of them really sing. It, yeah. was, it was all about attitude. And you know, at that time, it was against the law to like dark skinned men. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Because, man, Johnny Gill, Lord have mercy, he is part of my family, and I'm still like, it's just marriage. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, Lord. Just, no, because one of my cousins on my mother's side is married to his uncle. That don't count. Exactly. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. It don't count. That don't count at all. It don't count at all, boo. I can't I even keep it. that straight. Tell it again. I don't, I don't, that don't I'll count. allow it. I'm just saying. Let me let me see him at the family union. Like, you know, we not um related, right? That's why I think I think Whitney and Bobby was just like best friend because Whitney was hella hella ghetto, and that's why I think Whitney would have been my type too. Because you, as I've said on the show before, I need somebody who can be professional and all pretty and shit during the day, and then go out and sell some crack later that night. Not sell some crack. What what the hell? (laughs) Shoot up a couple of people, beat a couple people's asses, and then we come home. And we watch like you know, love after lockup or something. So I don't know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to know why they got a nine to five and selling crack. Because we do both. <laughs> <laughs> wait look, a minute. Wait a minute. Look. Can they drive Lyft and sell crack? <laughs> hey, I feel like going into the office. I'm like, wait. I don't know. That might be where they claim to from. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, they know, gotta be. Where you in from the job? I've been driving um Uber, you know, I've had passengers ask me where the weed at, where the <laughs> you know, where everything at. So I mean that is not a bad if you're gonna combine hustles, you know. I'm just saying <laughs> I did I did have a li- a Uber driver one time on my birthday when I told him, Oh, it's my birthday, I'm heading to my hotel from the from the, the spa. He took me to the tenderloin. Okay. to oh. his cousin's his, or somebody's liquor store and got me some uh, Hennessy for my birthday. Oh, okay. I didn't give him a tip, but thank you, sir. I gave you five stars. Okay, well. Well, I guess this consensus is that we are all looking forward to Robin's book. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sissy Houston, who apparently is a new gay ally. You know, that's the thing. Oh, about- child. 
Jesus. Get the hell out. That's the other thing that's sad is that we are all pretty much of a consensus that if, if Whitney had been able to be with Rob, even Bobby, her husband said she would still be alive. Because I mean, like what in, it's like if you are, I mean, I don't know if Whitney identified as either being bisexual or if she was a lesbian, lesbian. she actually, big old lesbian, but it's like having to hide parts of yourself and numb parts of your desire for who you actually want to be with and not being able to live in your truth, whatever that truth may be, is damaging to your psyche. And then, of yep. course, we know she was abused. So it's like when people are dealing with trauma and pain and then you mix an addiction with that, it's a recipe. It shortens your life considerably if yep. you're not ever able to reach that point where you can live free. And, and she mm-hmm. never got to that point. She was never allowed that that freedom when she was here. As my sister mm-hmm. likes to say, and yes, if you haven't been listening to this show very often, my sister is gay as well. My sister likes to say... Come on out the closet. It's cold and dark and lonely in there. And it is. It will eat you alive, child. I've seen it eat people alive. Or just people who, you know, think that don't nobody know that they are actually gay, living in these marriages that they unhappy in. It don't turn out well. Unless you just real, like, deep. Like, you have have really committed yourself to not living your truth. And, hey, I mean, everybody has their own choices. So... Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't pre-order it yet. You know, folks is broke these days. I'm going to the California Democratic Convention this, at the end of this week, but I'm gonna buy it ASAP. I'll report back. All right. So the next <clears throat> topic on our agenda, <clears throat> we have covered broken hearts. Even though we'll come back to broken hearts, and now let's go on. To broken hymens. Woo! I never thought that that we would talk about broken hymens on the C-Dub show. But alas, here we are. T.I. Went on a podcast. Not this podcast, thank the Lord. But he went on the podcast called called the Ladies Like Us podcast. And they were talking. the police. Right? He would have said that on here. You ain't calling no police. You're gonna try and offer him Henny. I'm not. If he was up on the podcast, I'm he's checking his daughter Hyman on this podcast. I'd be calling the police. <laughs> that sounds like sexual assault. It, it sounds like sexual Ooh. molestation. But anyway, so they were talking about sex education for his children. Now, oh. side note: apparently, his sons came out recently, as not came out, but I mean, it was known that they had lost their virginities, and he highly celebrated his sons. But in regards to his daughter, he Mm. said, not only have we had the conversation, we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. Say what now? Yes, Mm. I go with her. I will say as of her 18th birthday, her hymen is still intact. Stop right there. Everybody who actually graduated high school, who passed, you know, ninth grade biology, your hymen being broken or not being broken has nothing to do with you being a virgin. Correct. At all. And you know, if he had actually talked to the fucking doctor and not talked at the doctor, he'd have told his ass that. Oh, wait, yes, he did. He told that. He's like, I don't care. Check it anyway, because I'm a dumb nigga. Okay. (laughs) She doesn't do any sport. She doesn't do any horseback riding. She don't ride no bikes. So there's no reason 
for her hymen to, I'm like, first of all, like anything else, as you get older, it thins out anyway. So it's not meant, it doesn't even have an actual purpose. It's not meant like to last hairline, forever. Like nigga. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's the weirdest shit I've ever heard in in the 2019 in the in the 2000s. So 2010s. So for those of you, so we might have some basic ass negroes who are listening to this podcast. So okay. to remedy your not understanding, Planned Parenthood actually responded to what <laughs> TI said. And so Planned Parenthood says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but Virginity is a made-up social construct, yes it is, and has absolutely nothing to do with your hymen. A virgin is someone who has never had sex, but sex means different things to different people, like big-ass lesbians. So, Virginia, so virginity... Not the small-ass lesbians, just the big-ass ones. The big one. Many don't care what it means or think it matters. Whatever you believe, the fact is you can't tell if someone's had sex by checking their hymen. The hymen is a thin, fleshy tissue that's located at the b- opening of your vagina. His ass probably can't even find it. Like other parts of our bodies, hymens are a little different for everyone. Many people think the hymen totally covers the opening of your vagina until it's stretched open, but that is not usually the case. Most hymens usually, most hymens naturally have a hole big enough for period blood to come out and for you to use tampons comfortably. Some people just naturally have hymens that are more open. And many other activities besides sex can stretch your hymen, like riding a bike or doing sports or putting something in your vagina, like a dildo, like a tampon or a finger. They didn't put dildo. I put that in there. Once your hymen is stretched open, it can't, <laughs> go, <laughs> it can't go back. I, for my part, I'm almost positive that my hymen broke that time and I hurt myself on the monkey bars in fourth grade. I don't think I ever told my mama that, but I'm sure that that's probably what happened. So the thing about it is, though, why are we not having this conversation about, first of all, the creepy, oh, I shouldn't say we, we are now, the creepiness of this man going with, with his daughter to the gynecologist, forcing himself into the room, checking her, her body part, telling what her body parts are and do and don't look like to the whole fucking world. Mm-hmm. And then Hello, the problematic was. the problematic podcast host who laughed at it and and have now, as I've seen on the news, finally taken the episode down. What say you all? Let so, me tell you. Mm. Yes, no, Stephanie, go, Stephanie, go. Because I, I just let so me. Much. You know what? There's so much so wrong with this. First of all, she's 18 fucking years old. You should not be there in the first place. She is 18. She is an adult. Stay your black ass home in your house with your lady who got her eyes permanently blue. You stay there and worry about the other children. She's a grown up. This is something so, this is what the fuck is wrong with him. This is why his ass is always a broken clock. Y'all love it when he and Candace Owens' his ass. Yeah, no, yes, y'all have that. no idea how oh, wow. problematic this actually sounds. Y'all ain't learned nothing. He is the motherfucker like, who the say up. problematic as shit, and then you be like, rah, rah, rah. and then he he say you you pat him on the back because he got Candace Owens, or you go and go home and watch ATL, and you completely forget that he been a misogynistic asshole the whole for years. Time. So can for I? So years. can I say? So can I say like as? I, I'm obviously, you know, a parent. I have sons, though. 
Mm-hmm. So my issue with T.I. is one, I've, I, and I talked about this on my Facebook, my mother and I, uh, still to this day, we have, we working on it, but we've had a very, very trying moment in our relationship where she has overstepped a lot of boundaries with me. Mm-hmm. And even as an adult, even with my own children. So if someone who has habitual issues overstepping boundaries like that was completely out of line and she's like that that her hymen don't mean nothing and then, like my my boomer mother my boomer black mother is all like oh hold on nigga you can't just be with the with all that type of shit that's weird it's like you should be able ti is 39 years old and it's like nigga what what are you doing what? even having that limited education but if you're gonna try to protect your children from the, you know, because sex can lead to very serious consequences. But see, as a parent, what you do is you lead by example. You are ATL Celebrity Community Dip. So I don't know what we're doing. Here. Okay. Heller. Community Dip. You literally just can't not fuck people who aren't your wife. So Ooh. where do you get off trying to monitor an 18 year old, now adult? woman's sexual behavior and you can't even respect your vows nigga when's the last time you got an std test this tiny mm. syphilis like mm. what, what, nigga what hello talking about greenleaf you was fucking around with uh daisy <gasps> skanks he was fucking around with who with who <laughs> the lady who plays daisy skanks wife he was what? fucking around with her how do y'all not know that? I didn't know. I don't that. know who that is. Who does that? I don't know who that is. Oh, Basie Skanks was the was the perm uh, pastor on Greenleaf. Yes. The, the, oh, the, I don't the, watch Greenleaf, so I didn't know. But the rival pastor family on Greenleaf, there's a character, Basie Skanks. He has a wife. That that woman who was who a plays skank. his character. Yeah. She, hello. Uh, it's <laughs> Aisha Pepper Peterson, Pepperson, something. He got caught on video. Backstage at one of his shows, smacking her on the booty. Oh, wow. But see, oh, that's her. But I see, didn't know who she was. Yes. Okay. But see, that's the thing about like. it though is that, when, and when you look at the comments on all of these, you know, on the root and all these kind of places, and you have all these people talking about well, he just protective of his daughter, blah blah. No, he's not. But, no, but he's not. But the thing is that all the men put they have their daughter and then they have women. They don't even, and they wife not even in the category with with the daughter. Their wife is over here with the women who ain't ain't you know ain't about shit to be protected. It's the daughter, and when you hear them say stuff like "I don't want them to be around these boys" because I know what these boys be thinking, and I just wish they would just go ahead and say "I'm I'm an abuser, I'm, I'm a predator, just like I'm them. them I'm a predator, he a predator, we all predators, and go just go away." But it's like you lead by example. Be an honorable husband. Don't fuck bitches that aren't your wife. And I don't even want to get all into like, I've been a fan of T.I. and then been had to cut the nigga off. So T.I. has always had issues with being monogamous. And Deja's whole conception was in between two of his other kids who he was with the mom and then was Mm -hmm. fucking around with Deja's mom and conceived Deja. And yep. then she was like, nigga, you can't keep your dick under control and you worried about a hymen. Let's not do this. And see, the thing is, somebody said that another barrier, for, first of all, there's this whole thing that, let's admit it, T.I. hates women. T.I. Oh. just, full stop, <laughs> T.I. hates women. But then also, and I don't know if this is fact or not, but we just gonna take it anyway. Someone was talking about how Tiny's daughter, I forgot what her name is, the one that's in the singing group, 
I guess Zonique. yeah, been on the road with Sing Group, fucking around with hella boys on the road, and 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 you know, Ti was like he couldn't do nothing because that's not his daughter, but he would be like the hell if if his actual daughter be out there fucking around. So what? She first of all, she's like twenty one. Thank you. And Deja is eighteen. Is she in college? I don't think so. Oh, she might not be. That don't mean she's not fucking around. And she's in Atlanta, too. Listen, let me tell y'all about these big-ass lesbians in Atlanta. Oh, Ooh, Lord. <laughs> let me tell no, you. No, they ain't no small lesbians anyway. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about how the broken hymen don't mean shit, and she could be doing a whole lot of things out there on Peachtree, taking a mm. dance. Mm-hmm. Alasia, are you in Atlanta? Ain't you in Atlanta? I'm not in Atlanta anymore. I, it, this, this marks... I'm coming up on five years since I left. Mm-hmm. Or four. No, no. I'm sorry. Four. Yeah. So she's not could... that huge difference, right? But. <laughs> <laughs> well, she could be out there doing anything. She's a whole 18. Did you guys see the article where they talked about um, she she did not verbally respond? She responded, but not a real response. But people made note of the tweets that she liked and they were all tweets that are basically bashing her dad. Like, you know, Deja's grown. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be telling her business, you know, out in public, blah, blah, blah. And but it feels... Go that ahead. Was the biggest issue was he sat up and just talked about that publicly and then exposed her to a bunch of online abuse. Yeah, because they've been mm-hmm. yeah. Oh her my Instagram, God. Her Instagram comments was either people like denying she was a virgin which no one actually knows if that's true or not not even ti with his hymen checks we don't actually know if she's never done anything at all which ain't technically nobody's business but people are like oh look at her she's too sexy and this and that she's lying she's not a virgin and then niggas offering to take her virginity the mm-hmm. niggas offering to check her hymen. One guy specifically said, I'm a gynecologist and I work for free. So now you have mm-hmm. niggas out here saying right. crazy shit to your daughter underneath mm-hmm. her Instagram post because you feel like somehow you're responsible for whatever sexual activity she may or may not have been involved in. So like And making what? it unsafe. This is like an episode of SVU Come to Life Child. Mm-hmm. walking down the fucking street and some nigga gonna say something crazy. Oh, your daddy say, well, let me check. That's all it takes. That's all right. it fucking takes. But right. but somebody like T.I. don't even believe that things like street harassment and stuff exist. So it doesn't mm-hmm. even make sense in his brain. And then, you know, daddies like that, they are, they better not fuck my, with my dog. I'm, I'm gonna kick their ass. You gonna kick it after he rape her? Is that what you're saying? Oh. Exactly. Can we add on? <laughs> so here's the other problem with this. It has to do, and you know, we are all sitting on a podcast, meaning that we're all content creators. And so to watch other content creators be hella irresponsible. I edit my own fucking podcast. I would never put that shit out. Better yet, I wouldn't be laughing. I don't give a fuck who he is. It's like, wait, what did you just say? Why would you do that? Because we'd be having a hard conversation. However, if you are so lazy with your editing and decide not to edit that out, yeah. Why, well, the, cause, why because why would you put these, that? This is your platform. Because this ain't they TI's were platform. afraid. I'm sure. I'm sure they were. And I'm not saying that to say excuse. I'm saying that they put more stock in being afraid of Ti 
and afraid of not having his presence on their podcast than the safety of his daughter. That's See, all that's that, a, that is. And well, they, I think they might have. Honestly, a lot of women agree with it. And mm-hmm. a lot of women who agree with it are basing it off of either they were abused or they didn't have an active father mm-hmm. or they are self-described. They'll, they'll describe themselves as, oh, I was fast and somebody should have been checking on me. And it's like your experience with your wife or whatever you wish you would have had, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with him completely disrespecting his daughter's agency. That has, your life don't have shit to do with what this nigga is actually saying, what's actually going on here. Because that's whether if you were quote unquote fast, you, you getting your hymen check wasn't going, there was other stuff going on if you felt like maybe you were being coerced into sexual activity. But, um, uh-oh, he woke up. Uh-oh. Well, I, you know, it kind of for me goes back to what we are, what I always say about broken generations, right? You know, we are at a generation where people that are in my age range, I'll see them talking about the things that they do for their kids. And a lot of it doesn't necessarily have to do with good parenting. It has more to do with them doing what they thought that their parents should have done to make their childhood better. And it's the same thing with a lot of these people that, have, that are comment on Deja. Like, they don't really know what it means to be a good father. A lot of them did not have one. But they think that having someone check their hymen would have, you know, made their life somehow better. They would not have been as fast. Right. I guess. Right. And it's just like, to hear them, le- and the thing about it is, I think reading the um statements, it, it, it sounds it's weird to say it sounds different when you actually hear it because mm-hmm. it sounds worse when you hear it it's like mm-hmm. wait a minute it's not just him like in isolation and they're not having a conversation they're having a full fucking conversation and letting him say this shit and not challenging him and it's like okay if you're not going to challenge him don't put that shit out exactly it's like this is your platform notice he ain't saying this shit he says other misogynistic shit on his own platform you let him do that there don't let him do that to your platform that is just irresponsible. Because at first they were all like, "Ooh, Ti's here, and this and this is so great, and he's great." Then all of a sudden, that the, too much dip on y'all chip. Then all of a sudden, y'all want to come out and say, "I'm so sorry, this is not our platform." I'm like, "But baby, yesterday you had no problem with what he said." It took him a couple so of days before they finally it? pulled it down. Right, and it was just Apple, but it was still on Google. See, that's the thing. It's like it didn't just. Uh... Come completely down. And, but you can then still now, hear it. Even it's like now it's we have the transcript. It's been downloaded. Oh, like yeah. it's been shared. It's still on so TMZ now, right now. You can right. listen to it right now. So it's like it's already been put out there. So now you're backtracking, trying to take it down off of your platform. But now it's already been regurgitated through the nation, the world, and like TMZ is not going to take that shit down. The people who written articles about it aren't going to take, gonna it, take down. it down. So if you wouldn't have gave people the content to write these articles, to download, to share it, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. So, so we got I, we got body policing. You got a, a misogynistic daddy. We got irresponsible podcast hosts. We got broken women who think that, you know, having a daddy to check their hymens would have made them not be fast. So now can we then talk about the myth of virginity and purity? Yep. Which is also the the basis and foundation of pick me culture. Mm. So, I mean, 
purity is a lie. I always say that purity is a lie. It leads. It's just another rung in the oppression tier. Another reason for people to try and look down on folks. It also creates folks like who Kiki, what's her face, uh, Kiara Sheard, who is like the 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 epitome of a church pick me. Oh God! It's it's all. Who is that? That's uh Karen's daughter. Who, you know, is always saying, like, shit about, you know, she says shit about gay folks and stuff. But really, at the the core of a lot of times when she says stuff, it's about, I'm, you know, I'm pure. I've done things the right way, and I'm still basically single. You know, that kind of shit. Maybe she's like, trying to be in a thought, bitch, and you'll be married. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you stop being a stuck-up bitch, maybe somebody mm-hmm. might want to, but let me... Oh, Lord, I always say people ain't, you can't trust nobody who ain't had no hoe face. Not even a little bit. <laughs> like you gotta you, you gotta have a little even a little bit of a hoe face. Cause then you Look, turn you turn into Aisha Curry. Let, let me tell you something. As, as, as the kid porter, I'm just saying if you haven't had like a, even a tip of a dick in your ass at least once, then I don't want to hear what you got to say. <laughs> If you only had a tip, it's like, oh, bitch, I ain't got time to hear what I'm you changing, got. I'm changing the title of this episode. If you ain't had a tip <laughs> of a dick. <laughs> now, now watch. It's, it's about being well-traveled. Because, like, it, you, if you haven't Man. done booty stuff, then you, who are I'm you? just saying, that was, first time I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. I Go had ahead. no idea that I was the purest member of this podcast. Oh, that's a pure oh, goddamn oh, lie. Oh, that's a pure oh, goddamn don't lie. Don't do this. Don't do this. I had no idea. I, out, we, just, we, we were four minutes in. You talking about big old lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> Give us descriptions of your booty shorts. Let's I'm just saying, because she's like, I'm trying to get, catch these cougars, okay? She's laying them traps. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, cool I, just post more, just post more workout videos. You get them. Some some schnapps and uh, the stories. Anyway, and <laughs> back <laughs> early <laughs> dinners at hometown buffet. Go ahead. <laughs> First of all, let's get back to purity being a lie. I, me being the puritan, puritanical one of okay. this group. Unless some fifty-seven-year-old walk past. <laughs> <laughs> First of all. I mean, she could be 59. That's that's happened before. <laughs> I don't wait. A 50, a 50 year old Robin goes on book tour. We know what happened. Well, I'm just saying, all of a sudden she her is her Facebook get disabled. She gone private on the Instagram. <laughs> like, what just happened? She gonna have a close friend IG story. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm saving myself for the women right there in that 45 to 50 year old range. Ooh, that sounds like me with somebody's daddy. <laughs> he better not have no pepper in his beard. I'm just saying. Oh, I look. found anyway, my new feet. We have gone, we have deviated. We talk, we talk about purity, being a lie, and about virginity. <sighs> look, look. But see, this is the thing. What, what what's what's the line? What's the what's the real line with purity? Can you can you masturbate and be pure? According to yeah. Erica Campbell, no. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, but <laughs> yep. But both but stuff I, is okay. So see what I'm saying? Wait, what did you say? Wait, Alicia, what did you say is okay? Well, according to the Catholics, butt stuff is okay. <laughs> 
So oh. <laughs> I am Catholic and I can verify that butt stuff is okay. Oh, well, all right. I am Baptist and we don't do I mean, butt stuff in the Baptist, not over here in holiness. Um, it's literally yes, the hell when they you do. get married. When you get married, it's literally behind you. So I mean, what's the issue? I mean, <laughs> I mean, how do you think their hymens, quote unquote, stayed intact? It was a whole bunch of butt stuff. Butt stuff, mm-hmm. butt stuff, mouth stuff, hands. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oof. That, te- that nasty <laughs> phone, because you know them de- them bastards weren't drinking properly, probably drinking God knows what, except water. We are supposed to be talking about men. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to be talking about men trying to keep their daughters pure and keep their virginity and oh, that's not what the fuck we talking about. We talk about the fact that men really love pussy but don't like women. So because the, okay. you have men then, who like pussy and don't like women having daughters, they pass on that hatred to their wives, to their daughters, and then that cycle keeps continuing because I keep telling y'all, misogynists are not just male. Uh-uh. Tell it. Yes. There's and a lot of women who don't like women. And it's 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 interesting because it's like once you kind of start now, I used to be a pick me ass bitch, let me tell y'all. And you wasn't no pick me is, when you was out there sitting with B2K and you didn't look like a pick me then. Oh um, man, you mean the group of co-workers? Group, <laughs> B2 co-workers. That's what they are. <laughs> well, no, Courtney, Courtney, no, I'm talking about that picture of her and some fubu with, with Lil Fizz or whatever his name was. You know what I'm talking about? First of all, it was DK DKNY. Don't play me. <laughs> but, <laughs> and it i it let me tell you this. The the trick of misogyny when it comes to women is niggas have a way of convincing you if you somehow remain quote-unquote pure mm-hmm. you will get the reward of the patriarchy which is being a wife as early as possible in life but what they mm-hmm. don't tell you is niggas actually like to fuck and they'll fuck around with a quote-unquote hoe faster than they'll fuck around with a bitch who quote-unquote is pure like niggas mm-hmm. lie. Niggas yeah. just try to do mm-hmm. shit to control women. They fuck mm-hmm. hoes, hoes, and I'm doing air quotes because I don't even believe in that term. They fuck hoes all the time. They all marry the hoes all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. This shit about single moms and don't be marrying these all these niggas' mamas is is they got three or four different stepdaddies. And mm-hmm. and, and it was never an issue. Niggas just lie. They lie because once they find some really good pussy that they actually like, mm. they'll marry it. That's just mm. it. That's and just it. Holes are fun. So holes are, 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 are magical. Holes are magical and they fun. were sent here by God to make life better. Man. <laughs> exactly. And ain't no bigger hoe than a dude. I'm just saying. Like, dick is so free. <laughs> dick is the freest thing in the world. It's freer than water no, sometimes. I'm sorry. I take it back. That's the new name of the episode. Dick is so free. <laughs> <laughs> I will get kicked out of every lesbian everything. Like, what is dick? They'll be like, free? what the hell? Niggas, fuck, niggas fuck so fast and they will fuck for All you got to do is say, hey, handsome. Oh, well, shit. Let me take these pants off. Give you this dick. It's like. Can y'all tell y'all a secret? 
Yeah. You're not you not I, a big old lesbian. I, <laughs> I a lesbian also don't have to work hard to get dick. It's really weird. I, I don't Are you kidding me? They be like, hey, I mean, you want to hop on this? You want to try something? I don't, what the fuck? You a lesbian? I, well, have you tried some dick? I, I get uh, I get asked at least you once just ain't a week. had the right dick yet. At right. least once exactly. a week. <laughs> Listen here, you three pump chump. I have had dick before. <laughs> Oh. And it's like, mind you, I'm six months pregnant. I'm quite pregnant. You can totally tell. Oh, I know you get a whole bunch of dick. Oh, it's, I'm walking out with my child and my <laughs> child, half a child, out of Target, full day at work, very tired, kind of worn down. Girl. You are so beautiful. D- I, nigga, I'm like. You are a walking, talking fetish, okay? I'm, I'm pregnant. <laughs> my ankles are swollen. Can you rub feet? I might let him hit if it rests. Girl, I'm down, I'm down for a massage. That's that's. I'm just saying. I'm a whole, I'm a whole for a foot massage. Let me tell you, girl. As one fetish to another, because I'm a big girl, so I'm also a fetish. I know that feeling. You'd be like, like if I really just wanted, I'm like, it's Saturday. Do I want some dick day? Let me just walk this street. What? Yeah, and when I was pregnant with so Caleb, easy. I was still going out and all that because mm-hmm. I didn't have a kid uh, at that point. I was still kind of. <laughs> Footloose and fancy free, you know, go to the bar, hang out. Niggas was in my face, full belly, everything. Like, yep. oh, when do you do? Nigga, what? I, is that a pickup line? Because you can like, you can fuck to the 39th week, right? What the fuck is wrong with you? Leave me alone. You can honestly fuck up until your water breaks. Then you can't mm-hmm. fuck anymore. So they'll Ooh. niggas will fuck you up until your water breaks. Then you can't mm. do no more. This is, this is more so. dick information that I do. <laughs> I can deal with a whole conversation about hymens, but all this conversation about some dick, I just I don't have <laughs> that's what happens when you let Kid Porter on the show and, and then I, I would just like to say listeners I want y'all to check out how I keep trying to have this conversation about purity and holiness and, and, <laughs> and virginity and they keep talking about dick and I'm like <laughs> but we're doing it as a contrast because it's like it niggas, will, niggas will tell you that women are hoes they are the hoes they and are bigger hoes than us they All- are the hoes Clearly, all we have to do is smile at their asses. It's like, up, oh, dick coming out. It's like, oh, you must be trying to get this dick. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that I really is gonna no work. Speaking of speaking of niggas as hoes, as oh. going back to the you know the top of our show when we talk about the cat meme. I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was one where Taylor is screaming. What'd you do with the cat? And then it got past the Wilson like, I ate the cat. Niggas do the weirdest, most out of line shit. For, like you a whole married pastor. You out here eating pussy and let somebody <laughs> record your ass eat Like what? What? Like that niggas sit up and take Pictures of their, of their dicks, dicks. and just send it out to everybody. <laughs> right. Just who wants this? Does anybody want this dick? They just cast a big ass net mm-hmm. of dick, just dicks everywhere. <laughs> they they send them in messengers and they send it through, through text messages and emails. 
just all they air dropping dicks let me yeah let me see actually i'm gonna just let me do a little experiment i'm gonna hit up somebody i ain't talking in a while wait what let me see how fast my pregnant self can get a big picture i'm about to put that on <laughs> facebook i'm about to put that on facebook i can't believe this negro go stop in the middle of the podcast talking about she about to request exactly. a dick pic but why she gonna get it? Okay, well, you know, I mean, I think we should just end this conversation. This is all, this, this is all devolved into just conversations about dick. The the main moral, the moral of the story is stop policing your daughter. It's creepy. It makes me feel like you must be either having a fetish for your daughter, or that you try and touch your daughter, or you can touch your you you gonna touch your daughter. Just don't do it. All around, it's bad and it's nasty. You're nasty and you're miso- misogynist. I couldn't even say it right. <laughs> All right, while while Courtney is over there trying to get a dick pic, mm-hmm. we gonna go back. <laughs> is she really over here typing and getting a dick pic? Um, we're gonna go to the last broken heart. So just today, only about three hours ago, the news broke that the father of Tatiana Jefferson died Saturday. Tatiana Jefferson was the young woman in Dallas-Fort Worth area who was killed by police while she stood in her apartment or house or whatever playing video games with her nephew. Um, He died less than a month after his daughter was shot by Fort Worth police officers inside her home. A spokeswoman, to, a spokesman, told him that Marquise Jefferson was not ill and that he died from a heart attack. Listen, I had a great uncle who died from heartbreak. Dying from heartbreak is fucking real. This is horrible. The police mm-hmm. that killed his man's daughter and now he didn't laid up and died from heartbreak from it. I don't have nothing else to say. What else do y'all have yeah. to add to that? It's just horrible. It's just, just, it's just horrible. Because I know there's been like back and forth talk about like the mom and the aunt side or the grandmother side and then his side and whose side is the, like the truth or whatever. That's still her father. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't even matter because I'm like if that's his only child and that's the way his child died, that's you can cool. see why. You know, you can see why his he died of heartbreak. That's so right. real. And the and the extra stress with the the back and forth where he filed the res, filed the restraining order to stop the funeral because he didn't want to suffer immediate and ir- irreparable harm, um, just everything. Somebody said to be a little bit sarcastic. They said that only uh only black folks have this much drama about who gonna get the body. Blah blah. But it's true. Like all that, I'm sure put a lot of stress on his heart. I don't have any more than I. I mean, I want to say something more about it, but what more can you say about this state-sanctioned murder that has basically torn up a whole family? Yeah. Did they ever say why the family had whatever issues they had with one another? Nobody. Not that I know. I'm looking at the, the article. No, they never really said why. I. I feel like I read somewhere that there was an issue that. Not that he wasn't her, because he was in her life. There was something having to do with like custody of this one and that one, and who was and what, and you know, black shit. It was black shit. I'll be honest about that. Whatever it was, it was black shit. So, well, since we have not, we have, we didn't really have much to say about it. Tatiana Jefferson and Courtney still hasn't gotten her dick pic. Um, <laughs> my my child came in, so I decided to chill on that. 
Oh, yeah, we don't we don't want him to learn early about the culture of sending dick pics. No. No, we, we talk about consent on a regular basis in this household. Because even I ask, you know, I'll ask him if I can have a hug. Sometimes he will sternly tell me no. And I'll say, okay, that's fine. And sometimes he'll ask me and I can't give him a hug or I'm hot, having a hot flash or whatever. So we ask one another as a parent and child if we can show affection. So we set that boundary early because if Caleb thinks he's going to sit up and check my granddaughter's hymen, he got another thing coming. <laughs> All right. Well, my, I mean, she, my will question, be coming, she will be coming to live with me. <laughs> my question that I always ask, and I, I talk to this to my friend who is a millennial. I'm a, I'm a strong exennial. And we talk about the, the ways that his generation are trying to unlearn, like the bullshit of our 90s generation. So I just wonder mm-hmm. what it's going to look like by the time like Caleb get to be grown. Like, will it be? I mean, I'm sure it won't be undone because the, the patriarchy is a lot harder than that to undo. But I know that the millennial generation, guys in that generation are a lot, not not a lot better, but they are better than our generation about. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, they are. They are. If you've been around, there's these- a lot of niggas in this generation who are definitely uh, gave. Uh, oh yeah, hymen checks. That sounds like a good idea. They, I mean, because it's taught. Yeah, it's like if you're not in an environment where they're encouraging of things like body autonomy, if you're not having realistic conversations with your kids about sex and and their bodies and like like Caleb knows penis vagina we had a very interesting conversation about how Cruz got into mommy's tummy we had to have a oh how did that go um a baby story yeah baby story (laughs) um I so you know thank god for google because I googled how do you explain that because he's older so he understands that there's a baby in mommy's womb uterus and you like babies okay they bite who's a baby that bit you i don't know um there's infant there's an infant room at his preschool but we had a um you know I, i googled like what's the how's the age appropriate way to explain this to you know, a kid who was in preschool. So they said, you know, just kind of giving them a, a, a overarching idea. So we, you know, mommy and daddy hugged and kissed. And, you know, that's how Cruz got into mommy's tummy. And so he was like, oh, okay, because they, they don't have all the, all the feelings and things around sex. It's just very matter of fact for them. So he doesn't have all of the baggage that comes with sex and sexual activity as adults. So I'm more embarrassed to talk about it with him than he is embarrassed of me explaining it to him. Wow. Well, just make sure he don't be like, what was that one show where the kid thought that he was about to have a baby because the girl kissed him? Oh, I don't know. But he definitely knows it's mommies and daddies do that <laughs> and that it was it, it definitely in a I, I stress that it was an adult activity but um he was he was like oh, okay that's fine and he didn't really have any 
follow-up questions, he did tell people that mommy and daddy kissed and that's how. <laughs> that is wow. Because again, he doesn't think it's a bit, he doesn't think of it. I mean, and in in theory, everybody knows where babies comes where babies come from. So he wasn't embarrassed to talk about it because it wasn't a thing to be embarrassed about. So but yeah, it's like having open and honest conversations with your children about sex, about sexual activity. Of course, as he's getting older, it's about since he, assuming he will be a cisgender heterosexual male, he'll be dating women because of the the statistics around rape and such. It's, you know, making sure that you're being a respectful partner, that your partner's respecting you, that you're in consensual situations, that people are coherent like there's no you know always getting an enthusiastic yes our conversations we're gonna have am i 21 i haven't been 21 for a long time baby (laughs) i was 11 years ago so (laughs) that's what kind of more so upset me about the ti situation because i'm like if you if it's really about protection it's about developing that relationship with your children where you can talk about those type of things. About it's not education. about it's it's not about harassing and trying to monitor and trying to keep your kids under your thumb. And even if, if it really was about that for him, then he should he should also spread that activity to his sons. But he doesn't care that his son has been fucking since he was 14. He's only worried about his daughter. How his daughter. Yeah. And it's I think that the, the final word on that is that it also bothers me that she seems so uncomfortable and not able to actually have this conversation with her father. And he should be more concerned about that. The fact yeah. that she mm-hmm. feels the only way that she can communicate this is by just liking other people's tweets as opposed to telling him, I do not like this. Because the, the, the one that people noticed the most was that there was one that said you should not be going to the doctor with her. Or, you know, she's an adult, blah, blah. And it's like, she feels like, he's like, oh, well, she allows me to do it. No, she's scared to tell you no, sir. Your daughter is scared of you. Yeah, like, this is abuse. No matter (laughs) how you try to talk around it, this is abusive. Right. Well, I mean, because honestly, because I think the other thing that came out with him is that on his own show, he was talking, he told Tiny to her face that her vagina is half his. So this is the kind of person that runs that household. So you mean to tell me that if she came to you and said, daddy, I don't feel comfortable with you being in coming to my GYN appointments, you actually would, you actually would accept that? No, you wouldn't. You Because you, you look at the women in your household and to a certain extent, probably the, his sons too, as property. You look at it like these are properties. These, this is your property. And that's not how that works. But if that's how you've always been and no one's challenged you and you including no, your wife is, and all the women right. that you've been with because apparently he done told his wife that her vagina is half his no motherfucker yeah. it is not that is her fucking body but th- but and that's, that's the thing that incentives me so much is you have all these women who are looking who think that protection is having someone own you like right. when Which you look at the not. comments that's what they keep saying they they want a man like T.I. who owns them Oh, it's so disgusting. Right. It's like, um, he's not going to accept that. If he always thinks you're property, why would he respect property? You don't mm. respect your dog. It's property. Mm. 
So he don't he don't care. And the fact that he you can tell he really don't give a shit about this. He ain't said nothing about it. Nope. He don't care. That's what I was talking about the other day. Like, well, maybe he no, he ain't learned shit. Ti don't care. He, he don't say nothing. Not at all. <laughs> he don't mm-hmm. care nothing about he what we think, saying. He doesn't think he's wrong. No, it's like niggas gonna be mad. Like that's how he feels. Like. He, he feels like he's done his duty as a father and he does not feel like, like Sarah just said, it's about agent. It's it's about her being his property. Mm-hmm. You don't respect property you, as my property. You do what I think you need to do. In and he don't house. give a shit. He ain't, he ain't came out to apologize or try to explain nothing. Nope. And my friend who's, who's a man, he was like, Oh, he's like, there's no way he can really walk this back. I'm like, I promise you he's not going to try to walk it back. Yeah. Because he feels entitled to this type of behavior. It's it's also a Southern thing. I mean, it's not, not to say it's not all over, but also Southern men, they believe that that kind of quote unquote protection is a, well, chivalry itself is also a patriot, you know, as a part of the patriarchy too. But they think that that sort of protection is a part of their manly duties. It's a part of being chivalrous. Like, so what are you mad about? I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And she mm-hmm. lives in my house. And like you said, she's a piece of property in my house. In my house, you're going to do what I say. While you're spending my money, you're going to do what I say. It's all sad all around. Yep. Well, Courtney, oh, you didn't even send your request for your dick pic, did you? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a wait. Oh, okay. I'm still gonna post it on the Facebook. So anyway, all right. Mm-hmm. So, Alicia, where can the people find you in the interwebs? Um, I, I only want people to find me on my Instagram. Because <laughs> 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 uh, my peace of mind, the new peace of mind that I have involves not arguing. So come on, um, not arguing. Yeah. So um, you can find me on Instagram at lay underscore underscore loves. All right. And Stephanie, where can the people find you in the interwebs? Ooh, this is going to be convoluted. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) So you can find me the Mocha. So Mocha Minutes to show uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's at Mocha Minutes. If you are cute or you have salt and pepper in your beard, you can follow me on my personal Twitter, Sunny Twote That. That's S-U-N-N-Y-T-W-O-T-E-T-H-A-T. And I will warn you, please do not send me no dick pics unless they are impressive, because I will judge you. Mm. And be sure that it's impressive. Like, don't, if you're not certain, just, just don't do it. Yeah. It's like, if you're like, I don't know if this is impressive. If it is limp, it is not impressive. <laughs> If it has not been moisturized, it is not impressive. Listen. If your room is dirty, it definitely is not impressive. I don't know how penises If there's a toilet or urinal in the view, don't do it. Any floor tile? Absolutely not. I would like to, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, Courtney, but I, a lesbian, have received an ashy dick pic. So. I mean, I've seen a few, but and I don't understand it. Like, why is it dry like what are you right. do you not lotion or are you supposed you to supposed lotion to... your dick i mean you can i can imagine you would uh if it's ashy yes. i guess you should yeah if it's ashy 
I have concerns about where the ash, if it's ash from water or ash from other things drying on it. So oh, oh ah. I mean on that note, Courtney, where can the people find you at <laughs> Interwebs? <laughs> I am taking dick pic. No, I'm just playing. Yes, she um, is. Yes, she is, y'all. I'm not taking. Don't send me no. I, if, don't send me no dick pic unless I request it. You can hop in my inbox and I will. Re- I will request it. Um, if I if I like what I see and would like to see more, um, you can find me on Facebook at Courtney Cecilia Welch. I don't like to argue, but it's kind of my kink. Yes, so I might. I. But see, I will get on your ass and then it, you know, you might have to block me. So I don't know. And um, you can find me on Twitter at Short Courtney and then on Instagram underscore Short Courtney underscore. Well, you can find me on the Facebook as Dub Carolyn. Um, You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as C-Dub the host. You can find the C Dub Show across all social media platforms as the C Dub Show. Please make sure to listen, share, comment, and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Acast, SoundCloud. No, not SoundCloud no more. Stitcher and Spreaker, as well as Spotify. And as I said at the top of the show, if you would like to come to a live taping of the show, it will be next Thursday at the Commonwealth Club of California on the Embarcadero in the beautiful city of San Francisco. We have lots of invited special guests that will be there. We are working on, I'm really, really crossing my fingers. I hope that the mayor will be there. She probably won't be there though. So, but I mean, you can come and see if she's there. I don't know. And the tickets are available on the Commonwealth Club website i think it's commonwealthclubcalifornia.org or something like that type in commonwealth club california it'll come up get your free tickets it's at noon bring your lunch don't eat in the auditorium eat outside though all right so that is this episode of the cdm show i want to thank alicia and stephanie from the mocha minutes podcast for joining us you are welcome here anytime but i think we have exhausted all the conversations about dicks so no more conversations <laughs> about dicks. Okay? Well, you know what that means. What does that mean? That y'all have to come on the Mocha Minute show. Oh! Hey! So we got to talk about dicks or can we talk about pussy? We can talk about either. Okay. We can talk All about right. a little bit about... I'm we get the big, old, the big old lesbian <laughs> point of view. <laughs> you know what? On that note, goodbye, everybody. Have a good day. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Bye. Kato, say bye-bye. No? Okay. Wait. He's like, what? He's like, what? Tell him to say bye-bye. Tell him to say bye-bye. Say bye-bye. That's not what I mean. He's hot. The C-Dub Show.